cancer. So many lives are touched by cancer. In fact, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer. At the American Cancer Society, we're on a mission to free the world from cancer. It's a big mission, driven by little things like a ride to treatment, a free place to stay, a 24-7 helpline. But these little things are really the big things because to a cancer patient and their family, they're everything. And every day we reach thousands of cancer patients who so desperately need these services. But we need your help to get these critical services to more people and families in need this holiday season. Go to cancer.org and join the fight against cancer. It takes just minutes to donate and help provide essential support to cancer patients and their families. Don't wait. More than one in three people will be diagnosed with cancer. Go to cancer.org right now and make a difference. Go to cancer.org. If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Hello? Matthew? That's me. Wow, it worked. Wow. Uh, we killed it once again. No technical difficulties. Can you believe First it? First try. Dude, I, I S-ranked that shit. I this, killed it. This is our six-month anniversary on the podcast. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I'm just fucking with you. I don't know if it is or not. I mean, it could be. It, it actually when, could when, be. When did we start? When did when did coronavirus start? I don't know. March of 2017. March. God, we really... It, there hasn't been a normal world since we started this podcast. Like, think uh, about that. This is everyday norm, normality for me. Like, before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, like, you didn't leave your house before yeah. COVID. Like, you were just like... You, 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 you went outside once by accident. They said, no, no, get back inside. You're like, hey, I ain't fine with you. Have you? Do you know the city of Ember? Remember that book? Yeah, I read like one chapter of it, or I was—it was read to me like for a class. Yeah, yeah. It's basically—it's basically that what we live in. Yeah, you know, the uh, the dumb libs taking but, away our freedoms. Can you believe what they're doing? Can you? Yeah, those dumb dumb libs who want to like save lives. I hate idiots. Them. Fucking idiots. I, I hate them. A lot of them. Oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry, guys. The CNN projection uh, in our last podcast was uh, was wrong. Yeah, JFK went up, right? Yeah, Hillary Clinton is not president. I'm sorry. It's actually the Zodiac Killer, Ted Cruz. Ted uh, I just Cruz. Give, yeah, I just wanted to correct that for the audience. I'm sorry, guys. Hillary didn't win. I'm still with her. Still, you should probably still stay with her. But like, it is Ted Cruz. How's Theodore doing these days? How's Theodore uh, doing? You, you know, still denying his role in the killings in San Francisco in the 1970s, but, you know. You know, that's actually you a pretty good movie. Uh, I need to see it. I, I think I saw some of it on TV, and I liked it, but I, I never actually sat down to it. That's David Fincher, so. David Fincher? Well, should we get on to David Fincher? Oh, what a segue. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, David Fincher, I don't know. I, I kind of read the headline. He He hates autistic people. Is yes. that what he said? <laughs> Is yes. that what he said? Yes. David he, Fincher? He, he called yeah. them buffoons. He called them just worthless to society. <laughs> he he practically hates all of them. Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, allegedly. 
the director of Gone Girl, Fight Club, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo with Daniel Craig. Oh, he did that? Hey, yeah, he did that. Wow. I didn't see that movie. I know someone gets raped in it. Isn't uh, Batista in it? No, that's something else. Oh, no, I know it. That's fucking, oh, God. That's like the man with the iron fist or some shit. No, that's like the man with, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I know because Kanye West had a song on there. Oh, well, Kanye is my idol, so. Yeah, yeah, that was like, that was Pete Kanye. That was like Curl Summer era, you know, Lamborghini Mercy. So, oh, I mean, wow. You can't, you can't hate on him, so. Yeah. But yeah, David Fincher, in actuality, did not say he hates autistic people. Uh, he may be anti-autistic, <laughs> but uh, in this, yeah, probably. But he he criticized the movie Joker for being uh, autistically what, what challenged. It, yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he said it was uh, it was not not a good portrayal of the mentally ill. Apparently, mm. he said it was very offensive and not very good, and like the mentally ill deserve better, which. Uh, yeah, maybe. Is there anything more we can give them? <laughs> oh, God. What more can we give them? Yeah, yeah. You have Joker. What? Bro, you have <laughs> the you greatest any... supervillain yeah. known to yeah. mankind make a Joker. movie about you. Yeah, exactly. Those damn, those damn... <laughs> Fuck, all right. It's gone too far. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, 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 what I will say, what I will say is... Uh, I'll say I it. Mean... Text it to me. I'll say it. <laughs> No, what I will say is that Joker is, I mean, it's, I'd say it's a very sympathetic portrayal of the mentally ill. Yes. Uh, what I say, it's, I'd say it's authentic. What I, what I don't, I mean, what I, I, okay, but what I will say is like, I kind of get what he means because it's kind of like, oh, this autistic guy, like this guy with mental illness, he's just shit on the entire movie. And then you're supposed to cheer when he beats everyone else. But, like... And maybe that's not the best interpretation. Like, you're basically... Like, you can say whatever you want about Joker. You can't admit... Like, the movie sides with him by the end. Basically. Like, movie, you yeah. you want the Joker to fucking start killing people by the end. And you can say, like, oh, well, that's kind of the thing. Like, you're kind of, like... You could see how a man, like, become like his downfall or whatever. But, like, the movie doesn't, like, really like talk bad about his actions that much so like i can kind of see where he's coming from but on the other hand like just because a character in a movie is portrayed a certain way it doesn't mean it represents every single person in that group ever which i i wish was like a thing people like you know thought when they make movies or when they talk about movies at least you know, you know and also, I mean? and also, you know, we had the the bankers scene. Remember in the, my favorite scene in the movie that I tell everyone about, where he beats up the Wall Street people. Basically yeah, where he beats them. up the douchebags. Yeah, he basically kills them. My my yeah. colleagues, if you will, he kills my colleagues. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind, right? Yeah, I, I've I've said this plenty of times. I yeah, don't. You, I don't... you you stuck out for BP when the oil spill happened. Of course I did. Yeah, you my were like, people. oh shoot. <laughs> Those are my pe- corporate America will rise again, dude. That's it. Yeah, they've they've been down for so long. They've been, you know what? They've been undervalued. They have been <laughs> shitted on for centuries. And... Rick hasn't been able to buy a new suit in three weeks. Can you believe that <laughs> in this economy? 
it's for fuck's got- sake three months man even though corona's yeah. been happening a lot yeah well no like it you know it fluctuates still like, you still got a suit so i'm just saying like it's i still did while. get a suit though i did i did get a suit it was uh it yeah, was a pretty good a, one one of those checkered ones like you're fucking in new vegas or something oh uh, i mean it, it was is a tom ford one pretty, mm, pretty nice pretty nice suit i could have we need to watch a tom ford movie you know he makes movies right he does make movies yeah well i'll, I'll recommend one of those tom oh ford excellent I, I would like yeah. i would like to see what my favorite designer even though mm. that's not true has has done in the, in the yeah, cinema world. you you know nothing about him probably um excuse me <laughs> anyway but yeah like i think that the joker criticism i've said this before right that it's it, it's not a good joker movie because it, it's a movie, it's just a generic movie. And what I mean mm-hmm. by generic is it's telling its own story. It's an original, generic doesn't mean original, does it? It's, it tells an original story. It's not about mm-hmm. the Joker. The Joker's just there, like how Assassin's Creed puts Assassin's Creed, even though it's a pirate game. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not really a Joker movie. It tells a story of the Joker that everyone knows, like that one bad day story. But mm-hmm. that story, the reason it's so good is because it can be applied to anyone. Yeah. You get rid of the face paint, you get rid of the Joker title, you get rid of uh the the Bruce and the the Batman hints and everything like that. It's not a DC movie. Mm-hmm. And to to go to your point of how it talks about uh what were you saying where it doesn't um what was it? What were you saying about how it doesn't uh highlight its flaws, right? That's what you were saying? No, well, it like highlights his flaws, but it's also like it's I think my problem with it now, now that we're more, because I loved it when I first saw it. I think my problem with it now, more divorced from it, is that like it kind of is very a self-centered. It almost feels like a power fantasy film, which you could say maybe was the point. Like you're getting it from his perspective, but like it just it never really feels like it like takes him down a notch, or or it's even like like for a good example, uh, it's a movie people say it rips off is the King of Comedy. And in that movie, there are many scenes where there's, like, dream sequences, but you know it's a dream. And then there are scenes where, like, you realize the other character's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah, that, the, does, the, that doesn't really happen. And when it does, it's not even like a, you need to stop being, like, a self-centered fucking weirdo. It's more like, oh, can you believe he fantasized that he was dating this girl? Yeah. Don't you feel bad for him? I don't think, I don't think, when I was watching it, I didn't feel bad for him, though. It was just like... Well, the way it was framed made it seem like you were supposed to feel bad for him, though. For me, the way... When I was watching this movie, what I took from it was how... How the audience will feel bad for him because that's what they do. They show empathy, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like if you see a guy getting shitted on and you don't know what the outcome will be, you're going to try... You're going to feel something for Mm -hmm. him, right? What was the famous thing where like a priest is the one who saved Adolf Hitler from drowning as a child? Yeah. It's like that, that motherfucker wouldn't have done it if he knew what he could have become. Mm-hmm. I don't know if well, that applies well, to this, yeah, but well, I just wanted to throw that out there. No, I kind of get what you're saying, but I also feel like I think that's a big part. The bigger issue with the movie is that it doesn't have like a really good POV. So like yeah. anything, I think this is movies like a Rorschach test where anything you kind of want to get out of it, you will get out of it. Like yeah. people were shitting on the movie because it was like an incel movie. And if you're an incel, yeah, you probably like this movie. But if you also, if you're, like, on the other side and you're, like, you know, leftist, like, hate rich people movie, there's enough of that in here. Like, there's enough in here for everyone, but also, like, really, it's for nobody. It's just kind of, like, 
there's enough vague talking about certain issues that you can get what you want out of it and that's really kind of it yeah if you know what i mean it's yeah. kind of like what i was uh when I, my issue was with team america even though i like that movie how it doesn't have a strong pov and that when you kind of make fun of and this is like in a comedy sense when you make fun of everybody you're are you really making fun of like okay what's the solution then you know yeah uh- I, I've said this before, you know. After, what did I rank the Joker? Remember when I when I when like we a were doing six, seven? No, well, we were we were talking about something else, and then I mentioned the Joker and how it wasn't. Oh, disappointments. Oh no, I think when we were talking about how there wasn't there hasn't been a good Joker like good Joker villain actually like a good villain movie. Mm-hmm. I think what we we're talking about we we're talking about DC. This was a long some, time ago. Some, some, yeah, some we were talking shit. about DC, and and I mentioned something that the Joker isn't a Joker movie. I've been saying that I've been saying that since day one. It's not a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's not much to add on to this, you know. I think yeah, that David Fincher, kind of right, kind of, kind of weird. I don't know. I see what he's talking about, though, and I think what he's talking about is more of a broader issue with like the actual film than like the way he phrased it. But yeah, I think he's just attacking a movie that was good. Because well, I mean, he makes better problem. movies than anything really Todd Phillips has made, so. Probably, but I feel like he's he's attacking this movie even though other movies have the same exact issue that this one does. No, I think he's attacking it, and this will be the final point to this because yeah. I kind of want to cap it off. I think he's attacking it because when this movie when that movie came out, people were saying, "Oh my god, it's a comic book movie that's as good as like a real real movie." Like even Todd Phelps was like, "Oh, I snuck a real movie in the system," but like. It's like it's still kind of shallow. Like it's still it's not like, a comic kinda, book movie. It's not it's a, a comic book movie at all. No, so, but like people were saying it's a comic book movie, but they snuck in a real idiots. movie. But it was like okay, at, compared to like the movies, like compared to some of the best picture noms of that year, which Joker was one of them. But like compared to like Parasite, like this movie is nowhere near as good as. That. Oh, of course, no. This movie is a joke. No, it's not a joke. Like it's a it is fine a movie. It's a joker. Like, it, huh, you know it, 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 it was it like it was made for an audience where of people who didn't usually see movies like Taxi Driver or like old Scors- Scorsese movies, and then they fucking saw it and they were like, "Oh my god, like this is so original." But like it really wasn't that yeah, original. No, at it's, all. like yeah, it's a yeah. fine movie. Like I yeah, don't want people okay. to think, like it's perfectly fine. But like you like. Go watch, like, Taxi Driver, The King of Comedy, any fucking, like, Harvey Keitel film from, like, the 80s, and you'll probably like those and think those are a lot better than Joker. Because they're more subtle and better made than Joker. I think, I think also it, it's the fact that people thought this was going to be a comic book movie, and the fact that it wasn't, people really liked it. But if anyone knows anything about the Joker, they know that this is a story that is the best one to tell. Because mm-hmm. the the one bad day one, that's the best one to tell many. Yeah, the the killing joke. Yeah, w- many. Uh, even the games that we played, like the Arkham games, they go off of that story, of mm-hmm. the Joker's origin. It just makes sense because it's very easy to tell, uh, and it's you know you could understand the Joker much more that way. But yeah, you know what? We 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 always disagree with what the masses say. I in my I always disagree. At least I know mm-hmm. that. So I, I agree with our disagreement. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Let's go with the, let's, with the disagree. With, let's go into the next topic, Matthew. You've just confused the shit out of me. Uh huh. What is our next topic? What, what's the next news subject that we have? Uh, do we do we want to talk about our favorite Zack Snyder? Oh, I love Zachary. How's Zachary been? 
Oh my god. He, Zachary! He, he just released uh, some more uh, some more screenshots of fucking that Justice League cut. The Snyder? The Snyder the Twitter edition. Yeah, the, the Twitter edition. Uh, everyone was dogging it because it's fucking terrible. Uh, huh. So but basically they re-released the, the new design for Steppenwolf and the villain of Justice League. The new design is out. And it looks like shit. And it looks really stupid. I personally like it. No, you don't. But I'm blind. <laughs> so you just like felt the... You, like you did the blind thing? Like you felt the screen with your fingers? I felt the energy. Yeah, you felt the, you, you felt the cosmic vibrations? I felt the, the hate of Twitter. And I just wanted to disagree with them. Oh, if that, well, if that's the case, yeah, Twitter was kind of dogging this, except for, like, the weird uh, Snyder superfans on there, who I think are actually worse than the people who criticize, like, most things. Like, I think, I, I, I think the Snyder fans who are on Twitter are, like, worse than, like, cancer. Wow, that's a big like, statement. Yeah, like, worse than a disease that's killed millions, you know? Because at, at least I don't see cancer on Twitter, you know? You do see COVID on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I see a lot of COVID on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> We're all gonna die! It's like, oh, shut up. Oh, my goodness. Shut goodness up. gracious. I mean, listen. I want to go to Burger King. Let me go to Burger King, Yo, damn I could, it. I could go for some Burger King right now, actually. Dude, I always say that. I eat it, and I'm like, why did I want to go for some Burger King? Really? Well, I never get their burgers. No, most of their shit's kind of gross. I like the chicken fries, but only sometimes. Okay. Yeah. We're not sponsored by Burger King, by the way, people. No, we're talking about an objectively not very good fast food restaurant. We're not oh. that we're not sponsored by. No, that doesn't mean we won't be sponsored by them in the future, Matthew. Yeah, and if we are, I will say, but when I said not very good, I actually meant very great. Oh, excellent. But we're not sponsored oh. by them yet, so hold up on that. But um, Yeah, hold up on that one. I think, listen, for me, the design does look very silly. He's uh, very gold. I like gold. I think a lot of people like gold. Doesn't look good on this. Mm. Doesn't look good on this. Um, listen, I don't really care. I just need to see this movie. I need to see this mini series, right? Yeah, um, this, this, all this shit. It's, it's, it's background for the fucking disaster. The actual plot's gonna be. So you think it's gonna? I don't think it's gonna be disaster. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. So basically, uh, fucking, they've released more stuff. Oh, by the way, before we get too into this, Jared Leto as the Joker is coming back. My favorite. Oh my god. Uh, damaged. Damaged <laughs> tattoos are back. Dude. Oh, oh wait, wait, before we continue, should we talk about when we... Did we ever talk about this on the podcast? When we saw Suicide Squad together? No. Like the, we, crowd, the crowd for that? I don't think we did talk about it. Oh my god. Do you remember the crowd for that movie? No. Oh my god. So, like, I've seen people dress up for movies before, right? Like, I've oh seen... like Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I've seen, like fucking like people dress up as like the joker or like dress up as like this or that like or it's like okay like big movie or just like captain america whatever man there is not an edgier group of people than we're at that suicide squad screening we went to did we go to the imax we went to the regal one okay yeah we were it was like the the one you know the one theater that has like seats on the side it was like that one oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. so the big the big auditorium yeah so fucking we go there and it's just like hot topic in a like one theater 
Like, it was just so many... Like, people were genuinely enjoying... And I'm not going to shit on somebody for enjoying something. But like, <laughs> man. Like, How Tumblr, dare you enjoy Tumblr was in action that night, baby. What was? Like, it, Tumblr. Tumblr. <laughs> uh, it was fucking... People were cheering for Jared Leto's Joker, whatever. Like, you would have thought Heath Ledger came back from the fucking dead to be in this movie. Dude, Holy shit. I don't remember. Shit. I don't remember. No, I, I remember. I remember... Because I remember at the, at the end of the movie... He takes off the mask and it's fucking like his dumb fucking tattoo face. And everyone goes, oh my God. And it's like people dressed as Jared Leto's Joker in the theater. So I guess they're trying to like, you know, like justify their payment. Like, yeah, like that's me. I paid for this. Maybe I blocked it out as like that's a good. coping that's, mechanic. No, that's good. No, no, no. I remember a guy had a cane with the fucking shit. Like he was ready to see Jared Leto's Joker. And uh, I don't know. I guess he wasn't disappointed. I mean, he was cheering. So yeah, he was probably cheering because he was so upset with his fucking life. That miserable sod. Oh my That's god! Tough. How depressed do you have to be to dress up as Jared Leto's Joker? I don't know, man. It was, dep- it, was a, it was a tough scene in there, but yeah, uh, he's back, Jared Leto. He's uh, he fucking sucked as the Joker. Nobody liked him on set, but he's back. He's probably the biggest joke ever. I see what you did there. Yeah, and uh, and honestly, the only thing I could say positively about him is that he was in between Heath and Joaquin, and I think you needed him before people were ready for Joaquin's Joker, so thank Remember you. Remember his laugh? It was, ha! Ha! Like, yeah, that was bad. I remember that from the trailer, and I was like, oh god, is this gonna be like bad? I told you how he came up with that laugh, right? I don't think he did. Yeah, so basically, Jared and I were having lunch one time, and... Uh-huh. What ended up happening? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. One of these stories. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. He, he, he kept trying different laughs in public, and whichever one got him like the most like creepiest looks, like the weirdest looks, that's the one mm-hmm. he went with. Apparently, I don't know if the story's true, but that's what I heard. Yeah. It could be. That, no, 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 that sounds about right. Yeah. The one that got the creepiest look. If he's doing like six laughs, like just at a lunch, like I think at a certain point. They're gonna like. There's gonna be like a uh, like a build up, you know. Well, I don't. I don't think they did it back to back to back. <laughs> like he just keeps randomly laughing at different <laughs> times. Like, like it's, I think at a certain point people will be like, he's like, man, we're getting a really big reaction. Like, yeah, they just want you to fucking leave. Like, his, go his, home. His coworkers it, like. It's just man. it's just him alone in a cafe. Like it's the fucking end of the Dark Knight Rises, and you know the old man looks over and it's just like him. <laughs> like what? His coworker is just like, oh my God, my dog he's, just died, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, don't, it's okay, I'm method acting. Oh my God, and he sent fucking dead rats to people on set. Like, but why? He, st- he starts crying while he's laughing because he actually feels pain for the coworker. Also, Jared Leto, which by the way, Jared Leto has an Oscar. In case you didn't know. Oh, brilliant! Uh, yeah, for Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, so he, uh, he fucking. He, he, what was I going? I don't know. His band sucks too. That's that's what I'll say. <laughs> his, his band fucking sucks. Thirty seconds to Mars. Thirty seconds to fucking kill yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so he's not your favorite person, I gather. Uh no. Wow. That's tough, well, but anyway, off of this rant, where were we, Justice League? <laughs> Yeah, so basically all this shit's back. This shit's going to be a fucking disaster. I don't so, think so. I, I think it will be because I think it's just so fucking, like, a mess. Like, I know it's six hours long. It's basically a miniseries. But, like, 
I think he's just putting everything in. Like this, like this isn't even the Snyder cut. Like think Mine about is. it. No, no, no. But like it is. But like this, if originally, like let's say nothing went wrong, Zack Snyder as he originally wanted the movie. Like this isn't what was gonna go to theater. Well, you know? okay. So so let, let's let me talk about this then. Mm-hmm. So this was this this was the other piece of news. So what yeah. Zack Snyder wanted to do, it was this what he what he what he's doing now. That's this is what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. but he wanted to release it in two separate parts, a month apart from each other. Um, okay, you know now that remind reminds me. Yeah, they did want to do that. However, that plan was canceled, so it would have still been one movie, right? Right. It still would have been one movie. He um. I think the edition that he showed them was three hours and 30 minutes long. Hmm. Interesting. Which, yeah. And they, Justice, well, Justice League, uh, what was it? Warner Brothers were, were adamant. They were so adamant, Matthew, that they wanted this movie to be two hours long. I think I, I remember hearing about this back when it was supposed to launch. No, I remember that. When yeah. like, it was like, when people were like, oh, is this going to be like a disaster? Like even more than usual? Yeah. Because, so like, they, people didn't know at first. Like, the first trailer came out, everyone was like, okay, kind of cool, whatever. And then the Joss Whedon thing happened. And then there's kind of rumblings like that, how expensive the movie was. And everyone was kind of like, ooh, like, is this going to be, like, a big disaster? Like, a big, big one? Well, speaking of, speaking of money, they reportedly have spent $70 million on this edition right here. No, that makes sense to me. That's a lot of money for something that... I mean... People are gonna watch this though. No, they will. Hundred percent. The, the Twitter, everything. It could be like free I, trials though. They might not make any money off of this. Oh man, they might have to cancel free trials that week. Yo, they might have to. Oh, they might have to. They might have there, to. A lot of people are literally. I feel like a lot of people are just gonna do it out of morbid curiosity after they see. Oh wait, no, they can't because isn't it multiple parts over like a month? Yeah. Then they're fucked, or or like the c- consumers fucked because you have to like keep keep doing it, or you have to pay at one point. You're gonna have to pay for the last part. <laughs> they yeah. have you hooked in. Three hours has been amazing, and the last hours well, okay. Well, fuck. yeah, okay. Well, then it's a win-win because either you get the free trial and you just are like watching the first four parts or whatever, and you fucking hate it. You're like, okay, why do I even need to know how it ends? Or you like it and you just like, or, oh, okay, I'll pay more for this. I think what the smart individuals are going to say, Matthew, is they're going to say, all right, I'll just wait until it all comes out, then get the free trial. If I'm if I'm this corporate executive, right, here's what I'm doing. I'm getting rid of free trials, and I'm raising the price to $55 per yeah, month. Yeah, because you're, you're a crazy person. Because <laughs> you're just a fucking anti-consumer fucking scum. Fuck. Yeah, so, so to go off on a side note real quick, in my class, right, we had a project to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that project, it was basically like ethics- it was kind of had to do with ethics. And yeah. so we divided our group in the two. And so I was in the category and I and I called for this too. I said, I'll take this part. It was basically, would you invest in a company? Would you partner up with a company that was kind of getting rid of free speech for its public? Mm-hmm. In, the, in the public in its country. This was in Vietnam. I was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, I would. Mm. I'd completely get rid of free speech if it meant more money for me. Yeah, because this is America. This is capitalism. Yeah, it's true. Understand it. It's but, true. Um, Denounce it. I don't think that this will be a clusterfuck. Comrade. Just be- <laughs> Yeah, what were you saying? <laughs> Comrade. Uh, I don't think it'll be a clusterfuck. 
just because of how bad Justice League was. Like, yeah, that's I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a different kind of bad because BBS yeah, is a different better. kind of bad than. But Justice it's better. League. It's better than Justice League. I haven't seen Justice League all the way through, so like maybe it's you're bad. right. Maybe it is. I know it's bad. Like I, the parts I've seen, I know it's fucking bad. That's the like, only. That's that and Ride Along Two are the only movies that I have not paid attention to in theaters. Even mm-hmm. the Nun, I paid attention to. You saw the Nun? Yeah, I'll I'll tell you about it later. And that's oh god. Yeah. Thank God we never saw Dracula Untold in the theater. I remember you really wanted to see that. I wanted to see it, man. Aaron Eckhart was calling me. That wasn't that movie, though. Wasn't it? Oh, no, that That was I Frankenstein. That was I Frankenstein. You don't even know what the fuck was in it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, this kid really wanted to see Dracula Untold for a while, and I was like, bro, this looks like ass and a half. We're going to watch it. I'm going to recommend it. You're going to have to watch Dracula it. Dracula <laughs> Untold. Yeah, everyone knows that movie. That's how we get, That's how we bring in the viewers. It's Dracula Untold. <laughs> oh, my God. Anything else that we should touch base on? Oh, I have one for you. Mm-hmm. So, we were talking about David Lynch before. That's right. And, uh, that's watching cinemas on in your phone is not appreciated by this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nolan doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't read this article. I just saw that he doesn't care, and I just mm. put it on there yeah, for us to discuss. Care. That's all I just wanted to say. He doesn't uh, care. I what just you think, think? I think it's very bad for you to watch a movie on your fucking telephone, <laughs> but that's really all I have to say about that. Uh, telephone. I think if you have the ability to do it, just do it. Uh, okay. I think we had this argument before. Watch it on a if you watch like an episode of a sitcom on your te- on your phone, or even like a show. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch Mad Men on the plane, then do it. But like a movie, I mean, unless it's like like fluff. Like if, if it's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna watch fucking Police Academy four on my cell phone. Like go go ahead. But yeah, you will actually lose something watching it on a, on a fucking telephone. No, I hundred percent agree. I th- every time I try to watch like, a movie, was right. Any, the any director movie I try of to Dune, watch on my phone. Good take. Anytime. Oh hell no. Anytime <laughs> I try to watch a movie on my phone, unless it's like, even if it's a garbage movie, like I just can't do it on my phone. I need to yeah. see it on a theater. But when I uh, when I was on a plane one time and I wanted to watch some Parks and Rec on my phone, I had a good time. I didn't pay attention too much. I already saw the episode. I was like, oh okay. This now is see fine. with TV shows, I'm different. With TV shows, I need like an 80 inch TV. No, but it's like Parks and Rec. Like it's a show I've already seen. That I need like, a hundred inch TV for that one. Oh, <laughs> for for Parks and Recreation. You need to get the full appreciation of the mm. camera that NBC has done for us. That's that's fair. Um, I think there is another piece of news, but I'm gonna save that for later. Okay. I think that's all on the news front. Do you have anything? Um, my big one was Zack Snyder. Schneider Piter. How many uh there's gonna be a lot of villains in there, right? Deathstroke's in there, Jared Leto's oh, in there. Yeah, J- Jared Leto is there, Deathstroke. I mean Deathstroke was yeah, Lex Luthor will be there. All these people were in Justice League though, or at least were cameos, so like I guess I don't know. You know it, you you know how like they were like the extra credit scene of that movie? Extra credit scene? Or after credits? <laughs> I don't fucking know. The after credit scene of fucking uh, what's it called of that movie, and then he's like bald, Lex cool. Luthor, Jesse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's just gonna be like the part. Maybe that will happen midway through, like part three, 
and then like <clears throat> like the rest of the movie is gonna be like the next movie is gonna be them as villains i don't know what if it becomes like justice league uh what was that what was that game dc universe online becomes that that opening oh, scene of that god did i try to play that game it was not that fun dark side comes out dark snyder dark <laughs> let's let's go to a commercial break real quick uh, see ya if you've got a personal auto insurance question you could talk to a cab driver although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate beating traffic by taking the back roads and only making left turns when absolutely necessary or you could talk to your local geico agent whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home car and more and as an added bonus you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely to find a geico agent near you visit geico.com local Shop Mattress Firm's year-end sale and put an end to junk sleep. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop top-selling brands and get up to 50% off select mattresses, like Sealy Twin Mattresses starting at $224.99, or Serta Twin Mattresses at $349.99. And shop with confidence thanks to our low-price guarantee. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store for details. And we're back. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. How have you been so far, man? Oh, dude, I'm barely hanging on by a thread. Uh, I've actually had uh, pancreatic cancer for the last 30 minutes. so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, um, I'm keeping it together. I'm actually on a ventilator right now because I actually have COVID uh, again so again yeah uh, apparently immunity doesn't exist but only for people named matthew so my life finally makes sense i don't think immunity does exist i don't think that's a thing i think it exists but i think if you like like i think it dep- I, I think if you like like let's say you had it right and then it went away if you're in a room with people who have it i don't think you'll get it but if you make out with someone with covid i think you can have symptoms again if that makes oh, sense. oh yes if you exchange I, bodily fluids i, I just want to say that what i said has no scientific basis whatsoever i'm completely talking out of my ass do but we do me. urge you to go make out with people who do have covid though yeah but only if they're attractive wow that's just fucked up I yeah, thought what I said I, is fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I'm ugliest. Is that a thing? But you just you just fucked it up. I fucked it up. You fucked it up. I keep I keep I keep bombing. I'm sorry. We are kidding. Uh, the Hollywood Bible does not condone anything related to COVID nineteen and you making out with strangers who have COVID nineteen. Please do not do this. Yeah. And if you do do this, it's not the Hollywood Bible's fault. Thank you. Um. Ooh. Did you see anything throughout this week that you enjoyed? You know, it's been it, it's been a long time since we recorded this podcast. Yeah, it's uh, I saw some films. I uh, I saw some movies and stuff. What did you see, man? Did you see any type of porn included uh, I, I, in this too? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that's mostly what I've been watching. Excellent. Uh, but I I saw even worse even worse than porn. I've been watching uh, some Al Pacino movies lately. Uh, one of them I'll talk about a little later, but I, I saw this really fucking insane Al Pacino movie, and Justice for All is what mm. it's called. So basically, Pacino plays this fucking lawyer, and he he's in, he's, the movie starts out, he's in jail for punching a judge. 
And then they just let him out by the end of the night, and he just kind of kind of like keeps working his regular job. It's like why? Right. Like okay, like there, like so basically, I had to watch this movie because of uh, I'm in a law class right now for my major, and I, like it was like okay, pick a law movie that's like inaccurate, and I was like, well, I think it's pretty inaccurate. Like there are people who get contempt of court for like pissing off a judge slightly. Like they're like referees. Like could you really just punch a judge in the face in the courtroom? No. And still, like, just walk around, like, all right, see you, man. No, and not only does this, this this judge not be like, okay, fuck this guy. So the whole thing is that Pacino has all these cases, right? And so the judge, like, is accused of rape. So he's like, oh, I need you to be my lawyer, the guy who punched me in the face. And Pacino's like, oh, why would I? Because he, he's starting to become growly. He's like, why, why, why should I be your lawyer? <laughs> and it's like, he's like, oh, well... The the jury would think you're I'm really innocent if the guy who punched me even is defending me. Yeah. Like what? Like that makes no fucking sense at all. That to me it does. It, it no, it makes sense if you're like a fucking crazy person like you and me. Like that's the type <laughs> of shit. No, like that's the type of shit. Like we, me and you, which is overthink. Like oh yeah, like it would make more sense. But like no, it, like in a court of law, that would like that's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> so something that you said intrigued me. Mm-hmm. You said that because of your major, you're taking a law class? Yeah, it's communication and law. So it's like law through like the lens of like media, I guess. Really? Mm-hmm. So can we bend the laws through media? What have you uh, learned? I don't know. I, I use Quizlet. Anyway, I'll uh, continue into the movie. <laughs> great education. Yeah, lo- killing it. Florida school <laughs> is amazing. No, but continue with this movie. So, like, Pacino has a series of cases, right? One of them involves, like, a trans man. And there's another yes. just insane part. So, he... I'm sorry, trans female. So, he, like, has this guy, and it's like, okay, we're gonna do the case, whatever. But his partner, who's who's played by fucking Jeffrey Tamer, like, he, he starts, like, having a mental break because he let go a murderer, and that guy ended up killing two kids. So, like, his partner in crime, basically... Starts going nuts. He shaves his head. He starts, like, getting plates and, like, throwing them in the courtroom. And then, like, it's like, okay. They put him in a straitjacket. He's like, okay, like, I need you. He goes to his other friend who's a lawyer. He's like, okay, I need you to just, like, go in this case for me and talk to the judge. Like, the day of the case. So, of course, this guy, like, goes in. He's like, oh, I don't know shit. Whatever. And the judge is like, okay. Uh, he's going to jail for, uh, or she's going to jail for three years. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like when would this ever fucking happen? And so, like, the movie's, like... The thing is, the, the worst part about this movie... Like, it's it's kind of good. But it's kind of only good because of Al Pacino. And because he kind of makes you forget most of it is, like, brain-dead retarded. Because he... <laughs> like, it's actually, like, a really serious, like, look at, like... The broken legal system of Baltimore. Which, like, yeah, like, uh... <laughs> like that My that's favorite pretty, city yeah the, the best city in the world like no no crime ever happens there no that's excellent yeah, right next uh, to detroit oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. 80s detroit especially oh but yeah fu- of course. Uh, but fucking like it's actually a really serious drama but at certain points there's like weird like comedy scenes because it's kind of like also a satire so like there, there's this one character and every scene he's in is just absolutely like ludicrous so it's he's a judge character, and he like Al Pacino says he he so obviously wants to kill himself. Why won't anyone help him? Right. So there's a, the first scene in the movie. This guy walks in. There's like a fight in the courtroom. He just starts shooting a gun in the courtroom, like up to stop it. 
And he, like, eats lunch on, like, the top of the, like, ledge of the building. And they're like, uh, Judge, you okay there? And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm good. Like, what? What? And then yeah. he, he fucking, there's a literally a scene he's in the bathroom, like, with a gun in his mouth. They're like, oh, Judge, time for the case. Like, someone walks in, he's like, oh, okay, I'm coming. <laughs> like, why would that stop you? Like, they're gonna find you. <laughs> like, what? Bro, what the hell is this movie? I don't know. This movie, so this movie's most famous. Somehow, like, I heard about this one scene, and I thought this would be the most ludicrous part, but it's not. So the movie ends, he basically is defending, like, the judge who's, like, who basically is a rapist. And, like, he knows the prosecution, <laughs> like, doesn't have any evidence. So he's like, okay, you must be innocent. But the judge literally admits to him because he got blackmailed. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I raped her. So they're, like, sitting there on, like, in the courtroom. He's, like, he's like looking at the victim, and he's like, yeah, I'd really like to rape her again. What the and hell? Al so Al Pacino at this point, because he has, like, tons of cases that are just failing, like, this one guy, like, loses his mind because he he got screwed over because of, like, a legal technicality. So he gets shot by, like, a SWAT team. Like, he's just losing everybody, right? So at the end of the movie, he just literally snaps in the courtroom. And he's like, you know, the prosecution over there, they don't have enough evidence. They can't prosecute him. But I will. That son of a bitch is guilty. Yes, motherfucker, you slime. And it's like, and the judge is like, you're out of order. And like, this is the most famous scene in the movie. He's like, you're out of order. You're out of order. This whole trial's out of order. And it's just like, this man, this crazy fucking insane person is just screaming in the courtroom. Like, talking about his own client. Like, yeah, fucking arrest him right now. Oh my like, it's genuinely... I didn't know how insane this movie was. Like, I knew it was a courtroom movie where he played, like, a lawyer. And I knew about the one scene. Like, I fucking Joey Tribbiani, he fucking... He reenacts this scene in Friends once. But, like... I, oh, really? It's, it's, yeah. He, you know the, you know the episode where Joey's, like... He's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a be in a movie with Al Pacino. And then he comes back. He's like, I play his fucking butt. <laughs> yeah. I play Al Pacino's butt. He's in the shower and I'm his butt. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I knew I knew about this movie. I didn't know how ludicrous it was because the, the the weird part about it, it's like a good movie, but like it goes between being really serious and really heavy and like just the worst like comic relief ever. It like it, it really feels like it doesn't know want to be like what it wants to be. If Al Pacino wasn't in it, because he kind of saves this. Like it, it would be fucking unwatchable, probably. But wow. he, he's the like the only really good part. So yeah, I I watched and Justice for All. I recommend <laughs> it just for like the absolute like absurdity of like everything. Because when you think of Pacino, you're like, oh, he's gonna go nuts, and he does. But everyone else is more nuts than him in this movie. It's actually, I'd say it's worth watching. It's it's crazy. Just went on a whole monologue there about this movie did you see anything else did i see anything else uh I'll, I'll talk about that one later okay um what did i see i saw i saw harry potter the Which weekend one? the the prisoner of azkaban oh the best one yeah yeah well i don't think it's the best one but it's it's, it's, one. it's a very good one um mm -hmm. you know ron with his fucking 61 year old pet that he had what do you um, mean, bro? He he basically, you know, had a pet that was a man that had killed Harry's parents or... Dude, what do you could mean, Could you imagine... Man? Hold up, hold up. Imagine, right, you have a pet rat 
first of all. Now, I don't know what has to be wrong with you mentally. To, I mean, just look at Rupert Grant. Mm-hmm. There has to be something wrong with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, he, didn't, he, he didn't know, to be fair. Right, but, but you have a pet rat. Yeah, he's... What, what was his name? Like, Whiskers? Uh, Scabbers. Oh, Scab- he's it. like, Scabbers, no! Scabbers! And it, ends up, he's, it, it ends up being, like, this 60-year-old fucking pedophile. Like, you know. uh, who just... Who literally is, like, fucking rubbing Ron's balls every morning. Well, I, I don't, don't think up. he did <laughs> <laughs> No, he's like, oh, Scabbers, what are you doing down there? Like... Oh, do you like my pet rat? His name is Sir Ch- Sir Charles and uh, Mr. Epstein. <laughs> I got him from Little St. James. Do you like him? Like, uh, I don't know about that rat, Ron. I don't know, I don't know about all that one. Oh, Prince William gave it to me. <laughs> and what is that? Is that a camera I see? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Bill Clinton said this was his favorite rat ever. He must be. Autographed it. <laughs> the photographer ended up dying a few days later. I don't know why. Oh my god. What is uh, this? There's an address on here. Telling me to go to Epstein's Island. Oh, <laughs> uh, Little St. James Island. Uh, I, I haven't been there yet. Have you, Harry? Uh, oh no, Ron. That's where the Dementos are. <laughs> <laughs> You have you have this man with with a pet rat that has been in his family for twelve years, right? So yeah. First of all, this rat is the reason that Harry's family, Harry's parents, are dead, right? Uh, so, te- technically, kinda, yeah. Yeah. From what I so remember, he's, he's the reason they're dead because he snitched on them. They were friends. So then, he comes into the Weasley family, and then. Fucking Fred and George, because I'm pretty sure they're the ones who had it first. The, Ron's older mm-hmm. brothers, they just yeah. take them, and they have them in their family. Who gets a pet rat that they didn't even buy? They got them off the floor, because their house is probably so trashy, because they're fucking... There's ten kids everywhere. They can't yeah. stop fucking each other. That's true. Put a condom on. <laughs> God damn. And, then, and then, yeah. And so, yeah, you have, you have, you know, that part. Lupin is a werewolf. Who sees the full moon and basically nutted his pants. He's like, oh, Harry. Yeah. I have... I need to kill that rat. <laughs> and, then, and then you have Snape like, oh, Harry. I mean, I I must protect you even though Bro, I hate you. Did you, um, so I was watching this movie, right? And so you know how Snape comes in right after Sirius Black is there and yeah. Lupin's there, right? Yeah, Dude, and then he... like the... the, the house scene the tree the tree mm-hmm. so dude the, he enters like 10 20 30 seconds afterwards like serious black goes on a whole monologue about mm-hmm. who, who the rat is mm-hmm. meanwhile if you actually look at the scene snape enters right after lupin did yeah two seconds afterward what does snape get lost in the goddamn tree <laughs> what the fuck was he doing I don't so, know. Was that before or after the most nonsensical time travel story of all? Time? Oh, oh yeah, that was that was that was before. Well, they found out Snape came in afterward. Well, actually, it was afterwards, but it was before. Yeah, you know, I like, I just remember the time travel in that movie. Well, I'm I okay. I remember buying it because like how they actually do it in the movie. But I remember when he, how Armani explained it. She's like. Oh yes, uh, I tried studying so much 
that like I needed more time so I would time travel and sometimes I wouldn't be in class and sometimes I would like that makes no sense at all like you weren't in both classes like you just were time traveling yeah so I don't yeah that that the the weird the explanation is really weird Mm -hmm. um you know time travel should just not be touched man as they said bad things happen to wizards who mess with time Harry Mm, most really time things. things it's honestly better if you never explain it yeah just don't explain it and they did it well too and then they try to explain it yeah they try to explain i i just remember because most people i mean it's a problem with the book more than the movie i guess like the actual time travel thing but like to be fair it was a children's book and uh at least by then it was still being written like children's books and then fucking i don't know they, they try to explain it, it's just retarded but yeah, I, but that movie, that movie, that movie fucking rocks though. That's probably my favorite a, Harry Potter movie. It's a it's a very good movie. You know when he when he's like, my my father's gonna save me. I swear, Harry. There's no one here. Ah, and he starts charging <laughs> like that, that. That part's sick. No, that part's actually like ironically uh, sick. And then Ron's in the bed. I mean, who's gonna pay for all yeah. the medical bills? Fucking, you can't yeah. even get a pet. You poor bastard. You you dumb fuck. Yeah. Uh, did uh oh. speaking of you do you good on Harry Potter? Yeah, I, I mean I'm done. Yeah, I watched... speaking of, oh no, I'll, I was just gonna say speaking of time travel, I saw that uh I find everyone kept telling me watching that Andy Samberg, Christina Milane, I think her name is the ah. mother from How I Met Your Mother, Palm Springs. Have you seen this? I have not seen this. Uh, unlike Injustice for All, uh it's actually unironically good, so I'm okay. not gonna spoil too much. So basically the general premise is that Andy Samberg's caught in like a time loop of the same day. Like it's this wedding, whatever, right? And it's actually, the way they do it is kind of clever because it's not like it's like one of them gets in it. Like he's been like continuously living this day, whatever. And then the the first scene is he accidentally gets the other girl involved in it in like this time loop of like the same day wedding, right? Mm. Uh-huh. And I think that movie is slightly better with time travel than Prisoner of Azkaban because, like, it's so stupid with the rules. Like, it makes fun of it so much more that, like, it's, like, way better. Because it's like, oh, like, what if it's, like, multi-universe? He's like, yeah, I didn't think about that. Wow. Like, I mean, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'd recommend that. That It's uh, it's pretty funny. J.K. Simmons is in it. Oh, yeah, I do he, like he, him, J.K. He, he, play, play, I won't spoil his part. He, play, he plays a guy who does stuff. So, oh yeah, really? It's, he's not yeah, a girl? Yeah. Huh? He's not a girl who does stuff? No, he is a man technically. Okay. But yeah, it's uh th- that's a that's a good funny fun movie where about reliving the same day over and over. It's about love and tragedy. Yeah, and, I don't uh, give a fucking fuck. and uh time oh, fucking. travel. Yeah, oh, I feel like fuck. fucking. It is about fucking doing blow. Ah, oh, yes. It's hard to explain. It's a comedy movie, so it's like, oh well, this joke is funny, but no, it's 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 clever. I liked it. Seven well, speaking, out of ten. Speaking of comedy, and time travel, mm-hmm. uh, I also watched Captain America. Oh. The, the Winter Soldier. The, the uh oh the the best one, the best Marvel film. Oh really? You think that's the best one? Dude, remember our first episode of the podcast? I said uh, we ranked them. I said that was number one. Yeah, I don't. My memory doesn't go that back. I, I remember every moment of my life. 
every single one. Why do you think I'm so petty? Like, can you imagine being me, remembering every moment of your life? Oh my God. Like, what a what a terrible fucking world to live in. <laughs> fucking remembers every little detail of your life. Yeah, I remember everything you did, Rick. You can't fool me. <laughs> so I watched I watched Captain America. I mean, we all know how good that movie is, so I'm not gonna you know go over yeah, anything. Yeah, that movie that movie fucking rocks. One thing I do want to bring up, though, mm-hmm. you know, this was this was pointed out to me. Why the hell? If if okay, so Captain America has obviously been in ice, right, for all this time, mm-hmm. and then then he wakes up in the movie and he has a black person telling him what to do. Yeah, wouldn't it be odd if if you, for example, were born in that time period, mm-hmm. and then that was happening? Oh, so you're basically saying Captain America should be racist. I'm saying that I would give him the benefit of the doubt if he were. <laughs> uh, I mean, probably. I mean, I, th- I the thing is, the Marvel movies are so sanitized. Like, I want you to think about it. Like, Captain America doesn't verse, like, the Nazis in, in fucking, uh, like, Captain America, the first Avenger. Like, he does in the comics, but he fights Hydra, which is, like, supposed to be worse than the nazis but it's like so vague like they're just like evil like they just they're just the most they, evil they, i think they were a branch of the nazis that's what no they said. I, I remember that the way they explain it that they were kicked out of the nazi you know how like bane yes. was kicked out yeah, of the league yeah, of yeah. shadow yeah it was like that like yeah. oh they were kicked out for being too extreme like what are they they killing white people too like what, <laughs> <laughs> like who are they who are they like at that point it's like who are they keeping alive like who like they are what worse exactly? than the nazis how yeah, are they well, worse than the nazis well you know how they you know how the nazis kill jews yeah well they're killing white people what yeah they're, they're killing just regular german like they're they're like oh you just need to exterminate everyone and just have <laughs> Hitler like five kicked them out because they yeah. were killing kids with blue hair yeah, he's blue like, hair, well, blonde eyes. <laughs> they were like Ava. Bra- they were like Ava Braun wasn't that hot, and Hitler's like, get out of here. Get I the said fuck the opposite. Out of my I said I said blue hair, blonde eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know Hitler, his ideal race: blue hair, blonde eyes. He's oh like, yep, God. that's that's the one. Uh, you think you think Captain America felt weird when Nick Fury was telling him what to do? <laughs> Like <laughs> I could, I could see it. I could see him being think, like. You, you see, the thing is, I think the implication is, is that he's like so. Like he's probably like, oh, I fought with men of all races, whatever. I'm such a like. He's such. A, he's literally supposed to be like the perfect human being in those movies, right? You gotta, fo- you gotta think he's from the air. And he's like, uh, he's like, he's like going to like Tony or whatever. He's like, oh, what's this? Uh, what, what? And he's telling us what to do. What's he doing here? Oh, he, he's one of the fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dele- oh deleted, deleted scene of him, uh, <laughs> of him wondering why, uh, why a black person is living in the same apartment building as him. He's like, oh, excuse me, sir. Like, d- do you live here? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sees him uh, drinking on. from the same water fountain. He's like, what uh, are you doing? <laughs> Hits him with the shit. He's like, sir, where are the white water fountains at? Uh, there seems to be a mistake. This man over here is drinking from this water fountain. <laughs> so uh, it's like, uh, Cap, uh, you don't understand. Times have changed. Uh, it's like, oh, uh, I see. I think he's so nice. He, he He's like, oh, okay, I, I understand. I understand. But he's just like so confused. 
No, could you imagine that he's so nice, right? That he goes up to the black person and is like, I know you're not supposed to do that, but I'll let it slide this one. <laughs> oh, oh, he's like progressive for like that yeah. era. Like he's like, he's like, but he's like so like, 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 what's the word? Fucking, not reprimanding. Like, I, I don't know. Like, he's just like, oh yeah, like, you know. I'm glad you have the courage to drink from this fountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes up to him and he's like, how's that water taste like? He's like, oh, how's that water taste? I'm glad you... Like, he's like not racist, but <laughs> he's just coming off like such an asshole. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, from Everybody Hates Chris, the teacher. Oh my God. It's like, Chris, your people are like this, aren't they? He's like, no. <laughs> please, please, Chris, you're doing so well for someone whose family is on crack. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my god, that, geez, it's funny you mentioned that. The other day I was seeing clips of, from that show, of that teacher. God, it's on Hulu. Is it really? I might have to rewatch yeah. it. Apparently, apparently, yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that show is really popular in like, oh, I think it was like Brazil or somewhere. Because like, it's <laughs> the, the only primarily black show like that's on syndication. So it's like yeah. weirdly popular. I don't know if it was Brazil. It was some like country, like just one you wouldn't think of. And it That's was just funny. like, yeah, it's the one syndicate. It's like weirdly popular. That's so weird to me. That's funny. God. Oh, my God. But yeah. If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Matthew, I recommended a movie to you about two months ago. Nah, it wasn't two months. It was at least three. Now, the reason I recommend... Do you remember the reason I recommended that movie to you? No. That's because Mafia 1 was coming out. Oh, yeah. So so timely. The definitive edition. Um, oh, I thought you meant Mafia 1, like the original uh, original <laughs> Xbox. Because like that would make sense to me because of how long it's been. <laughs> Since we like had that. Because we did specials in between this. But they were like one-offs. Like in between like a regular podcast episode. So Yeah. So I, um, since then I have beaten the game. Mm. recorded it and not uploaded it because i don't think i will be uploading it had a family i've had a family to a a person with the house (laughs) i was about to say with a brown woman (laughs) but you know because we gotta we gotta keep us put that time stamp down (laughs) i'm gonna write it down yeah write it down but <laughs> take it from here. <laughs> take it from here. So, what, what do you mean take it from here? You write you tell me what I just... <laughs> What? You tell me, hey, what you think of the Untouchables? Oh, you mean I'll hold you? What'd you think of the Untouchables, you fucker? Uh, th- uh, uh this movie isn't what I expected. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, the thing is, it's like a good movie. Like, I can see why people, like, think of it so highly. 
but it's like so fucking dated like yeah. it's like you could never <clears throat> like make a movie like this probably ever again i think yeah like i will get into it like subject matter everything like every part of this movie feels old as fuck it is like relentlessly corny and like so like morally like black and white to an almost absurd degree and i think some of that is supposed to be intentionally but like a lot of it it just it just comes off like a corn fest you know right like a really well-directed well-made weirdly violent cornball fest yeah Uh, mm -hmm. i mean you know i'm watching this movie and i know it's dated because in in the beginning it says wardrobe by giorgio armani Mm. nobody fucking wears armani anymore Nobody, nobody wears Armani. You know, they all wear Tom Ford, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I've recommended this movie because it was set in the 1930s and Prohibition and Chicago. It's gangster. And it, I think you mentioned this before off the podcast. It, it feels more like a Western movie. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's the style they were going for of like an old school Western. Uh, the scene, I think I realized I got what it was going for was when they attacked the... Uh, the caravan, I guess, at the, uh, what is it, when they're, like, outside on horseback. Canadian and U.S. border. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go and do that, and they get a bunch of Al Capone's men when they're, like, I guess they're getting the alcohol from the source. And mm. so, it's the weirdest juxtaposition, because it's, like, like Western music. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. And then there's, like, weird part, like, when people die in this movie, it's fucking violent as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's, like, blood everywhere, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is sick, but, like, it's, like, played over like this like this weirdly like sentimental soundtrack like there's one part in particular like one of the one of the untouchables i think it's i can't even remember which one it's not andy garcia i think it's like the fourth one the one that's like nobody likes and he's like he's like you shot him ah and he's like just murdering people and it's supposed to be like whimsical and it's like no 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 and this guy just getting fucking like his head blown off oh you mean the accountant yeah, the accountant guy. The guy with the glass. I liked him. Yeah, I liked him, but he's not, like, uh, famous. He's not, like, famous like the other guys. No. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, fuck his existence, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it's, just, it's just, like, there's so many, like, weirdly, like, whimsical moments where, like, something, like, absurdly violent is happening. And it's like... Like, I don't know. Fucking hell. This, you know, this movie, man, it, it, it's really cringy, like you said. There's not much I, I wanna, to say. I wouldn't even say cringy. Like, cringe implies it's like, like, it was painful to sit through. Like, it's just corny. You're like, oh, God, really? Like, it's kind of yeah. eye. It's more like eye rolling, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it is it, corny. Yeah, like, we could talk about, it. like, it's just like, first of all, how fucking date so this movie isn't even it's not based on a true story technically i, I mean technically it is so it's like Kevin i'm like Con- jfk yeah jfk is like based on a true story but it, it's fucking bullshit but no, it tries no, real. To, no no like it tries to be the truth but okay no no, no it is the truth okay i i know back into the land <laughs> back into the land another another costner uh very accurate period piece but what's it called <laughs> fucking it's so it's based on like it's a, so kevin costner his elliot ness and basically his whole thing he's like i'm gonna fucking 
you know, continue prohibition. I'm going to uphold the law and I'm going to stop Al Capone's like guys, whatever. Right. So Al Capone played by Robert De Niro, who's probably one of the better parts of the movie besides the fact he's like barely in it. Like he's in it for like 10 minutes. It feels like if it's less, it's probably like that feels about right. Like he's barely in it, but he's one of the better parts. Uh, fucking yeah but he's like i'm gonna uphold the law here i'm kevin costner and they're like and everyone just like like he like bombs one mission like he just like he thinks like he has out he doesn't he umbrella just, so <clears throat> like he just meets sean connery like this is how they meet like he just meets him on a bridge and he's like sean connery the most irish uh new york <laughs> fucking cop of all time chicago yeah, Chicago. Oh, oh, yeah, it is Chicago. Like, the most Irish Chicagoan cop of all time. All right, you know, you uh, you, you show me your badge. It's, and he's like, hey, you know, you know about laws and stuff? He's like, <laughs> yes, I, I know a lot about laws. I am a cop, after all. And then he walks away. And then, like, Kevin Costner goes to his house like, I need you for my team. We're going to be the untouchables. And it's like, like you just like you met some fucker on a bridge, and you're like, oh yeah, like he's the he's the guy. Mind you, mind you, uh, he he, Sean Connery got upset with him because he littered. Yeah, he's like, you know, you shouldn't litter. It's like, oh, you know about littering laws? Like what? (laughs) Like, like I think that's one of the biggest problems in this movie is that Elliot Ness is like so, like I think boring would be too like light. Like he's such a nothing character. Like his whole character is that. He's a family man, and he loves the law, and it doesn't matter what he's fighting for. Like, he will continue prohibition, whatever, like, as long as it's the law. And he's, like, because the L.A. Ness in real life was, like, he had, like, three marriages, probably an alcoholic, like, maybe probably a piece of shit, right? But, like, this guy is so relentlessly, like, dull He's like, when people talk about how Superman is boring, like, Elliot Ness is fucking boring. Bro, Elliot Ness is a dork. Yeah, he's an absolute dork. <laughs> like, Bro, I, there, was a, there was a time where, so in the, in the opening scene, before he does the first raid, he gets, he gets a note with his mm-hmm. lunch that his wife made him. He opens the note up, and just, he loves it. He loves the fact that his wife wrote him a note. Yeah, it's saying, like, oh, I, it's like, it's probably like the shittiest, it's probably like, oh, it's like turkey and cheese. And he's like, oh, well, honey. It's like, what? Really? It, it, it would. It said, uh, "I'm so proud of you." I'm so, oh, 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 for what? Getting a job? You would be yeah, proud of me. I'm Is so it that easy to fuck this one? She must I'm, have been I'm a whore before. You, you, you create a secret agent, like a rogue team of cops like, to destroy. I'm proud of you. Destroy. I'm proud of you for <laughs> making sure that people can't drink in a time when there's a great depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this movie would never be made today, just for a few reasons. So, so, as I was saying, like this movie, it's not based on the real events. It's based on the TV show from the 50s and 60s, which I can only imagine was more corny. And so it's, I guess it's more of an adaptation than that than like any sort of real historical thing. Fine, but like also like the movie. You can never make it today because literally there's just scenes in this movie where people are just like walking around the street with like shotguns, like cops. Like, where it's so he goes to his like commissioner, he's like, Oh, I need to do this. And he's like, No, no, no. And Connor's like, You really want to fight the law? Then yeah, we got to do some business. You in, you out. And he's like, Oh, okay, I, I guess I'm in. And so they yeah. just grab it's like him and he creates a team. Like, it's like him, Connery, Andy Garcia, <clears throat> and the accountant guy. They just walk across fucking Chicago streets with shotguns in their hand, go into a random apartment building. He just so happens to be right 
So it doesn't matter. He just broke and enter. Like, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> and while this is happening, it's like... <laughs> and Connor's like, now this is the law. It's like, like, is it? <laughs> like, what are you prepared to do? What are you prepared to do? Oh, I forgot about that part. What are you prepared to do for the law? <laughs> the most Irish man in fucking Chicago. What are you prepared to do? <clears throat> the Irish teaching yeah, us about like, laws. That, you couldn't do that. And for some reason, we're supposed to like support Elliot Ness. And the movie, I think the movie knows how like ludicrous the premise is of like supporting this character because once again it's a western that is like has black and like white morality like there's no like shades of gray in this at all al capone is literally just a monster and i think the movie knows people will be like wait don't i want to drink because the first scene of the movie is fucking what's it called oh uh, somebody drops a fucking bomb off to a bar and there's a little Mister. girl in there yeah he's like mr mr and then it just fucking explodes and then it's like oh okay so these are villains (laughs) yeah like there's no shades of gray there's no any sort of character study and like listen i know al capone in real life like probably absolutely a monster but like it it was a prohibition was a fucking terrible law like it was objectively stupid and the movie's like like oh yeah like these guys are fighting for the law you nobody can drink like <laughs> it's like the weed law yeah it, it'd be like now. if you made a movie now about someone stopping the possession of lead like if you made a movie about this cop who would arrest as many black people as possible who were smoking weed on the street and they would yeah. just like take fucking like ars and be like get down all right i got them <laughs> like what? no they're um there was a scene in this movie that interested me. Mm. I was watching it for the second time. Uh, remember the guy in the white suit throughout the movie? Yes, I believe so. He's the guy who kills Sean Connery, Malone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the guy who jumps, who gets pushed off at the end. Um, so he's the guy who threatens his family. He threatens uh, Kevin Costner's family. Mm-hmm. And he was basically like, "Hey, that's a nice house. Is that yours?" <laughs> like. Two seconds after he just said it's a nice house. Mm-hmm. He's not even... He's walking to it, but it's on the street. So you don't even know if it's his house. Mm-hmm. He just goes, hey, that's a nice house. Hey, you hear me? Like, that's what if a nice he, house. What, what if it, like, it wasn't his house? He's like, no. That's what I mean. What if that wasn't his house? But obviously he knows, right? But then he asks... Yeah, because he read the script. So. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> knows. He was, he was told that that's the thing. So what if... But then he goes, you know, got a nice family in there, don't you? And then what if... I was just wondering, right? What if Kevin Costner just said no? What if he said, no, I don't. My wife's an idiot. My daughter's a fucking moron. She's I, not I, even well, in school. Well, to be fair, I think the implication is Al Capone already knows where he lives, but he's just fucking with him. Oh, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, what if Costner goes on a rant about his family? He's just like, bro, I can't stand these fucking... Dude, movies. I hope you fucking bomb them. Like, <laughs> will that guy fucking... <laughs> yeah. Like what if what if Honestly, he goes, sir? I hope you bomb those fuckers there. My uh, he's my like, fucking. I'm, he's like, I've been chasing Al Capone just so I could get rid of these two losers. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. My wife never shuts up. I hope Al Capone just goes up to her and fucking hits her in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Like, please just kill her. Like, Would I'm you, gonna put her in this yeah. cab just so she could die. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Sean Connery won an Oscar for this movie. His only. He Oscar. was very good he's well he's when the corniness kind of works for me because like as soon as you you know as usual with connery 
the thing the thing is with him he was like a good actor but he wasn't a great actor but he was a fantastic movie star so mm. while he may not be amazing at acting because most of his performances he has the same accent despite the fact like the, the worst example is the movie highlander he's supposed to play like a time traveling like spaniard and he's still fucking like irish so <laughs> like he just never fucking cared at any point in his life and but like he has such screen presence that like the movies were relentlessly corny but when he shows up it's like really engaging he's like you want to really fuck the law and like the by far the best scene in the movie probably uh besides besides the staircase scene but we'll get to that uh it, the best scene is like when you see a knife you know you bring a gun you get a gun you bring this yeah it, and he's like trying to, he's like how much are you willing to do to fucking and they're like in a church or whatever yeah christian symbolism whatever purity i don't know but it's like that's when it's like oh shit like shit's going down like they're gonna fuck up capone you, you send know? him to the morgue you send him to the morgue yeah like no he was he was amazing i liked him in this movie yeah. was very good i mean i don't know who the best fucking supporting actor noms and the oscars were it's just weird it came from this movie this like relentlessly corny one but like yeah i, I, I the... have no problem with connery winning an oscar I mean, Should we get on to the last scene? Well, what last scene? The, the, what was it? The railroad? Not the railroad. The, the train station scene. Yeah, that's not the last scene. That's one of the last scenes, though. Yeah, but it, sh- it should have been the last scene. It, it sh- they should have just ended it there. <laughs> it should have just ended it with him well, saving I mean, the baby not, and not, not getting... Be- that's not the best scene in the movie, now that I think about it. But so, uh, there's a scene in the movie that I... Uh, it, so, like, Kevin Costner's at this fucking staircase in this railway... Uh, or not the bro, at the train station. He's waiting for one of the guys. I think the because the whole there's like a running joke, I guess, in the movie that like they're like, oh, right, how do we stop Capone? And the account's like, oh, you need to get him uh, for his taxes. And they're like, yeah. okay, how do we do that? And he's like, well, I don't know, but I'm gonna find out. And so like they fucking find out after Connor gets gunned down, which his death was fucking ridiculous. Like he gets <laughs> shot a million. He like crawls. And then he's alive for another hour. He's like, oh, you gotta go to the train station. Like, and what so, are you prepared to do? What are you, what are you prepared to do? Like, so he goes to fucking the train station. And there's a woman with a baby. And he's like waiting. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like with this woman and this baby. So they get to the top. And this lady is taking so fucking long to get this baby on top of these fucking <laughs> stairs. So... At the end, they're, so they see him, and so Kevin Costner and Andy Garcia proceed to get in a shootout as a fucking stroller is, like, pushed down the stairs. So he's shooting men while protecting the stroller, and it's probably the funniest, like, most contrived action scene of all time. Like, if, if this was happening, because it's, like, going in slow-mo. If it was going on in, like, real-life motion, it would be absolutely brain-dead retarded. <laughs> like, like it would be so fucking funny and stupid, and like I automatically couldn't take the scene seriously because it was parodied in fucking um, the Naked Gun Part Three. Or I, I remember it was called the Naked Gun Part Thirty Three and One Third, and so which starred O.J. Simpson, by the way. So like just oh, extra brilliant. Funny. Oh yeah, just extra funny. But like. I already couldn't take it seriously, but, like, the scene itself is so brain-dead stupid. I don't know how anyone, like, thought that was cool. Like, it was so bad. For me, you know, watching this scene, it really did piss me off. First yeah. of all, that baby's a prick mm-hmm. in the in the stroller. He's a prick. Mm-hmm. He's 
crying the whole way through. And then as he's get, he's getting dropped to the floor at maximum speed, he's just chilling with his finger in his mouth. Yeah. What a prick, alright? Second of all, <laughs> the mother says, oh, I'll take it from here. You remember that? She's like, yeah. oh, I'll take it from here. Thank she, you very she, much. Hey, spoiler. She didn't take it from there. <laughs> she didn't take it from there. She, gra- she grabbed it. She had it in her hand. And she was like, oh, is everything all right, sir? I'm like, you just, just fuck said it. Just you- fucking just go home. It. Like, what? Just take it. Just and go then, home, lady. Dude, like, she, she doesn't move until the baby. She's on the floor, right? She's on the floor the entire time. And as soon as Kevin Costner saves the baby. Mm-hmm. She got, she gets up and screams, "My baby!" Like, what are you? What? what? You had all that time. It was going in slow yeah. motion. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten up. You could you could have grabbed the baby. Yeah, just go in fast motion. You fucking just go. Idiot. You just go in fast. Just tell the director to yeah. fuck off and just save your child. Nope, didn't do that. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, the movie peaks there in terms of stupidity. Uh, I also love. You see, we talked about the black and white, like, morality of this movie, how it's, like, relentlessly, like, on Ellie Ness's side, whatever. But then there's, like, the weird scene later where, like, they're on top of the building, and he's, like, so basically, like, they're going to, basically Al Capone, they're in court, and Al Capone, like, Ellie Ness is like, oh, they paid off the jury, whatever, right? (laughs) And so this one guy tries to shoot somebody in court, but then Kevin Costner, like, chases him up to the roof. And then he's like, it's the guy who kills Sean Connery. He's like, hey, your buddy, uh, your buddy fucking sucked, bro. And then he, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. And he literally just throws him off a building and, like, through a cop car. And, like, nobody, like, says anything about it. Like, he, like, through a cop car, like, they're just like, oh, well, we're, what happened to the other guy? And he's like, oh, you know, he's in the car. He's in the car. I think everyone was quarantining. Probably. They were all... Quarantining after, I, I don't know. No, 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 they weren't because they're in the courtroom and then he walks in. Because remember they have the meeting. He's like, oh yeah, like uh, there's a list of like the amount of people paid off by Capone. And the reason fucking, they ch- they changed the jury because like he comes out, he's like, oh, how, how'd you do it, Ness? He's like, because the judge was on the list. It's like- <laughs> He wasn't on the goddamn it's like, list. <laughs> it's like, why would, why would that change the result? Like the, ju- the judge already knows he's being paid off. Like what? You remember what the lawyer said? <laughs> no. Said he wasn't on the goddamn list. Because <laughs> like, he wasn't on the list. <clears throat> oh, 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 wait, yeah, no, it's because he wasn't on the list. But Costner just fucking, or L.A. Ness was just fucking like, he got his ass. He got his he, ass. He trapped him. And, yeah, and oh. uh, uh, once again, relentlessly corny, Al Capone's like, <clears throat> are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then, like, there's, like, a fight going on. Like, oh, this is, this is out of order, blah, 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 blah. And, the, like, the his lawyer's, like, stands up. He's like, uh, I'd like to change our uh, thing to uh, not, uh, to guilty. Yeah. He and punches him in the face. He punches him in the face. And Ellie Nets is like, Capone, I got you. I got you, Al Capone. It's like, what the fuck? Like, why? Who would. Like, I'll, and it's like, and justice for all level courtroom etiquette yeah. going on in He's here. Elliot Ellie Ness goes, scoreboard. I got you, Capone. Like, this is. I would say this is the most ridiculous uh, courtroom scene involving Kevin Costner, but then I remember that we watched JFK, which involves him crying uh, over. My, our fallen king. Do not forget your fallen king. Back and to the left. Back <laughs> and to the left. <laughs> so, what I don't know. Just, what if Kevin Costner forgot what movie he was in? He, yeah, he, he, he just started, he just started doing the JFK rant. 
Now, I don't understand. If Oswald was over here, then, uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. Ness, are you okay? Yeah, if Oswald was over here about the Supportorum, then how the fuck, and it's like, well, uh, Mr. Ness, like, what, what the like, fuck are you talking about? Yeah, like, who's JFK? <laughs> oh, my God. And then fucking, uh, I don't know. The movie ends on, like, I guess they thought it was, like, being really deep. It, like He, like, looks at a photo at the end. He's like, like, the people who died, he's like, oh, so much violence. And then he goes outside, and, like, some random guy's like, oh, Mr. Ness, Mr. Ness, you know, uh, you, they're saying Prohibition might get appealed. Uh, what do you think about that? And he's like, well, no matter what, I'll fight for that law. It's like, what? really, <laughs> asshole? Like, that's, the, that's not what he said, though. <laughs> well, what did he say? He said that I'll have a drink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. No, it was like, so it's like, then I'll go have a drink. Like, what do you fight for? What was the point of this? Hey, listen, he is what I like to call a corporate stooge, except he's not fighting for corporations, yeah. he's fighting for something much worse, the mm-hmm. government. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's just such an absurd thing. And I, I, I try to, I'm not going to be, because like, I mean. What are you going to rate it, Matthew? What am I going to rate it? The, I'm the, very torn on this. The Untouchables? I think I gave it like a seven when I first saw it. I might put it down to a six, maybe like a light seven. Cause I, okay, cause the thing is, I like the production design. I like most of the performances. I think it's pretty fun. It's just like so dated. Like I, I think it was probably dated when it came out, or like people thought it was stupid. But I think now, especially, it's like so like tone deaf. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, I'm stuck between giving it a two and a three. Like, every time I don't watch it and think about it, I want to give it a three. But I need to, but while I was watching it yesterday, and the last time as well, I wanted to give it a two. Mm-hmm. I think... I, I think it's fun, though. Like, I think it's like a fun time if you just turn your brain off during most of it. I'll give it a two, but it's not like a bad two. It's just like, it, it's just okay. Like, it's yeah. just an okay Like movie. a 2.5. Yeah, but except yeah. I don't do fives. Yeah, but if yeah, I were yeah. if I were to do two points, it's it's basically yeah. a five out of ten. And yeah, it's it's a good uh, it's a good it's worth watching just for the Sean Connery. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good Connery performance. He's fun in this movie. So yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess I recommend it. I mean, it's fun. Not Brian De Palma's I... best movie. So yeah, yeah. Go go watch Scarface instead. Uh, that movie is not that. That movie's almost the opposite of this. Let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back. Sounds good. People like to have fun during the holidays. You know what's not fun? Returning an ugly sweater. Don't give anyone an ugly sweater this year. Give choice gift cards from giftcards.com instead, and they can pick their own sweater from some of their favorite brands. It's genius. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies. From home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your Geico agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com local. And we're back, Matthew. Mmm, I see we are, young Padawan. We're we're back. Um, listen, man, there's been some things happening. Yeah. 
in the movie industry? I guess so. You know, we have this funny thing going on called uh, the 19 of COVIDs. And it's basically like the Ace of Spades, except it's not a drink. It's basically a disease. Mm. And what this disease has done has taken away our liberties. It's taken away our corporations. It's taken away our pussies. It's taken away everything. I don't know why I sound like this, but I don't want to stop. Rick was getting so much pussy before COVID, and now, unfortunately, they took it all away. They, they he, took... He, he can't handle how much pussy he's not getting now, of all time. They, they took it all away. Mm. And so, they're also taking away our movies from the theaters. Dude, our A little jo- bit earlier. I know, you know, our job was started when, uh, like, when COVID happened, but, like, damn, man. You know, we need some I, more feel like movies. I feel like it's a very bad business decision we made. No, I think it's probably the best one we've made. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, because we're but, so um, we're so invested at this point. Like we were never going to do it because we were too busy any other part of our history. I think so. I think that's very accurate. We yeah, tried this once again. Accurate. It was the reboot. We rebooted this podcast. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, we have some breaking news. Hmm. Well, not breaking, but Cinemark and Universal have come to an agreement where basically, reported by Variety, um, if a movie makes $50 million in opening weekend, that movie will stay on in, in theaters for five weekends. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, it will go away within 17 days. Mm. And be released on digital platforms immediately afterwards. Interesting. This is very interesting. So, the news is pretty self-explanatory. So far, it's only Universal that it, that is doing this. And, you know, they're the same people who released uh, Freaky. Mm-hmm. And I think they're releasing another movie as well pretty soon. Um, but this is quite interesting, Matthew. Very um, interesting. First of all, Regal says this is the only reason that they've been able to stay open. is because of Universal. Yeah, so, there's definitely a lot of uh, bailouts going on right now. A lot, of, a lot of tax shit, a lot of money being transferred, a lot of, a lot of uh, Christopher Nolan going on. A lot of Christopher Nolan happening. Um, and so the the last topic for this amazing podcast is how do you think this is going to change the movie industry going forward? Is this going to be the future? It's going to be the future, and we've talked about this a lot, kind of, in a way. But, I mean, just for my general thoughts, it's going to be the future until, like, it's hard to say whenever, like, normalcy will come back. Because what I think will be, I think it will be a slow slog, because most people are just dumb and won't take vaccines when they come out. It will be a, a slow slog until eventually companies like, eh, fuck it, we're basically fine. There's going to be a spike, and then... We're just going to keep busting through it, and then we'll just be fine after one day. Yeah, so, uh, you know about Andrew Schultz. Um, yeah, is that a Joe Rogan guy? Oh, no, no, that's the, oh, yeah, he has been on Rogan. The fucking, yeah, he, uh, yeah that guy. He has, yeah, um, and so he has his own podcast, and so he was he was discussing this a fair few times. He, he mentioned the fact that he doesn't think movie theaters will be the same. He thinks that they're yeah. going to be more... It's not going to be like 
how we have Regal and AMC, but it's going to be more of an experience, like how you have the dine-in AMCs, mm-hmm. like the bigger versions, bigger screens. It's going to be more of an experience rather than just going to the movies in well, general. Well, at this point, it's basically a rich person's dream because basically like rich people can just buy out theaters. Like if you, well, not even like rich people, like the, the type of people who want to see a movie but are like upper middle class, whatever, like, okay, like a hundred bucks to rent out a movie theater to see the movie. We were talking about this, right? Was it Regal yeah. or AMC doing it? Uh, I think it was AMC. Reg- no, it was AMC, I think. Yeah, like or you can Regal. just what rent about? out a movie. Like rich people now probably are going to the movies in gangbusters or at least will when movies just decide to start coming out. You know yeah. what I mean? I think if yeah. anything, movie theaters are going to be like considered an elite thing, maybe in a year or two. I could see. Yeah, like you know, it it could be. It's it's more of an experience now rather mm-hmm. than oh, rather than just everybody I mean, just going. Yeah. Also, because the running joke has always been like, oh, there's no good movies anymore. It's just superhero movies. But like, that's not technically true. It's just that the good good movies are on streaming now. And they only mostly put the like superhero movies out in theaters. But there is some like middle market movies still in theaters. We need to understand is that now, like especially when it comes to like risk versus reward, those middle market are probably just going to go straight to streaming where it'll make more of a profit. Where like the bigger movies, it's probably going to be yeah, it probably literally will be the superhero movies only in the theaters the the blockbusters will be in theaters yeah like not even just yeah. superhero like the fast and the furious like those will be in theaters but it'll probably like the middle like oh like this was on like a 10 million dollar budget and we're expecting it to make 50 million at the box office probably isn't gonna because though that probably won't make 50 million anymore and that and will be, be on fair, hulu and to be fair i do go i used to go to the theaters a lot i did like mm-hmm. I, I miss going to the theater. That's the that's yeah, the only as, thing I miss from I. this pandemic. Yeah, that's the only thing I miss is the theater. Um, to be fair, I did not watch too many movies that weren't blockbusters. Mm. I think the only one I watched that wasn't, I would argue, is The Invisible Man. Mm. I think uh, there, were, there were Knives Out. I don't think that's like not. A, I think that is a blockbuster in my uh, opinion. I'm trying to remember the. I think the last movie I saw in a theater actually was Uncut Gems, which I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that being the last yeah. one I've seen because like I, w- I fucking love that movie. Yeah, the last one I watched was Invisible Man, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um. Fucking like, uh, Peggy. Yeah. Hmm. Who the fuck is that? I I don't know. So somebody. <laughs> I, I live in uh, I live downtown Florida. You know, there's a lot of uh. A lot of people just come into my apartment and try to steal half my shit. But my door is oh, locked, an, so it's okay. You have an apartment now? Last time you said you were working on the streets. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually, real, I live huh? in a crack apartment, actually. Like, oh. we all just do heroin together in the apartment. So, do you, what, do you, what, do your, what do your crack buddies think? Do, you, do they think that the movies will be different? The theaters yeah. will be different? I mean, I live with a man named uh, Uncle Samuel. He hasn't seen a movie since Gone ah. with the Wind in 1941. So oh, yes. yeah, it's it's been a while. He's like, yeah, movies have been different for as long as I can remember. I'm like, well, also he's blind, so like I don't think he ever knew what movies were. But anyway, yeah, he must be I, at least eighty years old. A little older than that. But, well, 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 what sixties, eighty? Yeah, he'll be around eighty. I have no, 80. I have no concept of anyone's age at this point. Like, like it, I, my concept of age is like I think 2010 is like now. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So like, 
1940 that's like what 70 years ago but really it's like 80 years ago yeah so so if he saw it in the 40s he must have been at least born in the 30s so then he would be 90 years old yeah that's an old fucker right there you could you should ask him for life experience yeah i'll be like how is uh how is uh the fdr administration is that no i mean like movies bro ask him for recommendations he's blind so i saw the steppenwolf thing when i was blind for five minutes yeah that was a bit i mean but he, that was... he, that's a reality for him <laughs> you're lying to me you're a liar <laughs> you're a liar as you can see the footage has been faked it's oh. fake footage just like the moon landing All thank right. you very well, much anyway uh fucking yeah but Movie theater, it's going to be more and more privatized, more exclusive. It's it's going to it's going to it's going to be like, oh, okay, like instead of like a theater for like 100 people, it'll be like a solid like 35 in like separated parts of the theater. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it could be. Drive-ins I, I, drive-ins might come back like legitimately if enough shit happens. I think they could come back. I don't think, though, that the theaters will go away like that. I think it's still a very important thing yeah. to just go to the movies because it's very casual. And but it, it feels also like you're going out without having to do too much. You know, like well, when you're when you're eating when you're eating out, it's it's like eating out. You know, it, it, depending on where you go. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you go to like eat out to Applebee's, it still feels cool that you're eating out, but you don't have to like actually get dressed and do stuff like that. I think the yeah. movies. I don't think. I think it will be an experience, but those will never go away. The normal ones like Regal and AMC, I don't think they're ever going to go away. That's true. Well, also from a purely business perspective, a lot of the guys who currently run shit in Hollywood are the guys who jerk off the theater experience. So like guys like Spielberg, guys like, you know, like Scorsese, whatever, they'll always talk about the theater experience. So they'll do anything in, in their fucking global elite power to keep it i guess so even if it's failing i don't think it'll go away yeah but i do think though that you will have more going to netflix but i I don't think like the blockbusters i don't think they're gonna go away anytime soon Mm -hmm. and under the blockbusters i don't think they're gonna go away either i think you'll have more of like like parasite you might i mean even then we're talking about america you know that's not even a american film yeah but it was popular in america exactly but, like, you could still get those movies. I don't think movies are going to go away like that. I think unless, like, the pandemic stays for another year or two. Which is Because which then is you're talking about something. In America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that then you're talking about something else. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, people will just get used to watching Netflix at home. Like, I'll have to be forced to watch those things at home. No, that's true. And I don't think corporations will stand idle. Like, if, if, if this continues for a year, you're going to get Bond on Netflix or something like that. Like, they're not going to keep it for three years in their yeah. back pocket. So, oh god, do we do we talk about that about Bond? Isn't what? Bond going to like fucking or wasn't it going to be sold on streaming or they were trying to? What was? Uh, the new Bond. I didn't even know about this. Yeah, well, this was like weeks ago. This was during like the weird gap we had, but yeah, they, they were trying to sell Bond to streaming or something like that. Like they were the tra- IP or no, like the like the movie the No one. Time okay. to Die, the new one. Yeah. What happened with it? Uh, I I think they just reject it because I think there's like contracts and so much shit involved that like they literally just can't do it. Like they just have to put in a theater fucking somehow. And that movie's been like yeah, because it was delayed like again 
So yeah. like, uh, good. I don't want it to come to Netflix. I want to see that in theaters. Yeah. Go do what if that movie like fucking blows? It like, can't. What, no, like what if it's like what if it's like as bad as Spectre? You know. Well, well, that's still fine. Spectre wasn't that bad. It just wasn't. It wasn't the, like terrible. Like, what if it's like low quality? Like, it's been like fucking. Like, I could see a world where this movie doesn't come out in like three years, even though it was made like it was supposed to come no, out I don't earlier. Think so. I don't maybe. Think so. I, I think that if it goes on for longer, you're gonna see it on something else. Like, they just have to do it. Yeah, they're gonna have to do it at one at like some point. Yeah, because I think like you definitely can get out of a contract. It's just like, oh, it's not worth it to do now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's always like the cost investment thing. It's like we can take the hit on this or we can or we would rather just get a lawsuit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like whatever is cost less. I think that's what they're probably going to yeah. do. I don't they probably. can't keep this in the back pocket. Fucking Daniel but, um, Craig's like, Jesus, if I have to promote this movie any more fucking times, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was watching a Skyfall. Hmm? a few days ago i didn't finish it yet but from all the old no well i was watching skyfall and then they added all the old bonds well not all of them but they added most of the old bonds back to hulu Mm. so i'm probably gonna watch some of those i was gonna watch one tonight but i don't think i have time they're they're good yeah goldfinger is probably the best one or from russia with love so oh i was watching from russia with love Uh, underrated one is the george lazenby one that one's probably the best movie with like the worst bond but he's even that bad Okay. On Honor yeah, on, on Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, that's that's what it's called. Well, speaking of watching, Matthew, mm. after this break we're about to take, you're going to have to tell me what movie we're watching for next week. Oh, my God. Uh, what's it going to be? Right after this break. Get gifty this season at Bloomies, a first-of-its-kind, highly edited new concept store in the Mosaic District. You'll find all the best names in fashion for men and women, like Balenciaga, Givenchy, ALC, Ghani, Golden Goose Deluxe Brand, On Running, and so many more. Just in time to wrap up your holiday shopping and treat yourself to something incredible. Plus, mention this ad and receive a special gift next time you stop by. See you soon at Bloomies. Offer valid one per customer while supplies last. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah, wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Matthew. Mm. We're back. So it seems. So it does seem. What is the movie that you are going to recommend that I watch that I shit on for next week? Oh, wait, by the way, we didn't, we didn't talk about this. Uh, I, I we I suggested Enola Holmes last last time as well. Mm. We're not doing that. We're probably gonna do that for another podcast. But we're yeah, not doing that. Yeah, we'll talk so. about that movie that came out and no one talked about. Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk. We'll, we'll be the guys. We'll be the guys we'll, we'll, and talk about it. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But um, what movie are we gonna talk about next week? So I t- I said earlier there was an Al Pacino movie I saw. And uh, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna see it again, and I kind of wanna get your thoughts on it because it's, it's actually a movie that's a big favorite of uh, a certain Christopher Nolan. 
And uh, he considered it one of his biggest influences for The Dark Knight. It's a uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro film directed by Michael Mann called Heat. So, 1995, super big, super popular, long movie, Cops and Robbers. That's the movie. Now, when you say a long movie, what do you mean by long Two movie? Two hours, 50. Jesus! It's not as bad as JFK. <laughs> and you picked JFK, to be fair. I don't I don't recall. Yeah, I that, that happened. I have, uh, mm. I have voice recording. Back into the left. Back to the left. Well, we'll be back right where we left off. Oh, back into the left <laughs> of this discussion. Next week on the Hollywood Bible. Um, do you have any final words, Matthew, before we leave these people forever? Uh, you're out of order. This whole courtroom's out of order. What are you prepared to do? What are you prepared to do, right? Goodbye. Forever. GN. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah, wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to Parent-Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Oh. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.